welcome to episode 15 of Nurmer Nurmer. I'm Susie, and this episode was supposed to be about Ellen DeGeneres, and instead, it's an exploration of cancel culture. I love pop culture and a lot of different kinds of creators and celebrities, and I am having a hard time wrapping my mind around when somebody should be totally canceled. So, listen to the episode, check the link in the bio. I guess that's it. Enjoy. Hello. Is the turd burglar present? Is that me? Yeah, that's you, Ashley. Oh, okay. Don't act like that's weird. <laughs> Can you still hear me? Unfortunately. Can I just Can you... jump right into this? I love Ellen. She is literally one of the few things that brings me joy in life anymore. <laughs> Not to that. start off on a super depressing note, but genuinely, I feel like she is just like full of this unique light and compassion. I don't know how somebody can be so like, I'm going to say this with a lot of hesitation because I don't like using words like this, but I don't know how someone can be so woke and then also <laughs> feel so full of positivity. I, I didn't expect you to use the word yoke or woke. <laughs> She's yoked too. <laughs> yeah, it's not really in my vocabulary. That may have been the first time I ever used that word. Did you know Childish Gambino invented woke? No way. I didn't know that. Stay woke. It's in that one Donnie, song. Donnie Boy. Donald Glover. Donnie, you, you know him. So did, he, did he tell you you can call him that? Yeah, he uh, he texted it to me right before this podcast. He said, um, just from now on, you can start calling me that. Yeah. Okay, cool. You guys he said, as long as you never call me JT. That's all he said. Is that something you were calling him, but now you're stopping? Uh, Yeah, I was calling him Donnie Jr. Oh, yeah, he doesn't <laughs> he like that. He didn't like that. Yeah. Oh, Ellen was the first person to come out on TV, so she's kind of in that, like, she's kind of ranked with RuPaul as, like, an older gay person that did good stuff by being gay visibly before anyone else. Yeah. But now is rich and the majority of culture could take or leave her. How? I don't understand how anybody doesn't just literally have nothing but love in their hearts for her. Oh, I think you should Google Ellen. Yeah. Do you know why we're doing her for this podcast? No. She's been canceled. The people have been trying to cancel her. Wait, wait, who's been trying to cancel her? Like, right wing? Left wing? Uh, Uh, The internet. Okay, They've been well, trying since literally, like, March. Like, the beginning of quarantine. They've Are you guys in agreement with this canceling? I go back Okay, and here's the thing. A while ago, Ellen was, like, in hot water, like Alexis just said. First of all, she's a millionaire. There's literally no innocent millionaires. She just has, like, a reputation for having a really toxic workplace on the Ellen show, I guess. Really? Including some, like, microaggressions. There's no, she hasn't killed somebody or raped somebody to our knowledge. Like, it's nothing to that level. I read a think piece earlier, before we decided to do Ellen, actually, about how it seems like she's one of those people that the internet collectively turned a corner and was like, next we'll go for Ellen. Mm-hmm. Um, there are, like, criticisms of her stuff, and, I mean, she's, gonna be fine she's rich she is married like she's gonna be fine uh 
So as far as, like, if I'm in agreement with her being canceled, it's like, no. She might have a mean streak. She might be rude. I also, like, don't expect, I don't care. I don't think yeah. she has to be nice, to be honest. And apparently I, she's friends with George W. Bush, which people fucking hate. Oh, God. <laughs> I have probably some, uh, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I have probably some unpopular opinions. I feel really bad that we broke this news to you on this. Yeah, God. Like, I started <laughs> it with, I love Ellen, and you're going to be like, fuck Ellen. No, 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 no. I don't think fuck Ellen. I don't I feel, feel that way. the exact way about Ellen that I feel about RuPaul. RuPaul fracks, okay? What does like, frack mean? <laughs> RuPaul is a fracker. Okay. RuPaul. Hey Google. Fracking. Define fracker. Anyway. <laughs> so RuPaul has a fracking empire. He owns sixty thousand acres in Wyoming that he uses to get oil. Oh, oh, oh! I should know what this word means. So, wow, Ru- I have not even heard or thought of that word in like at least twelve years. Right. So RuPaul frack. I know that. All the drag queens know that. The general public tends to know if you're paying attention to RuPaul. At the same time, RuPaul has invented so many influential people that are not fracking, that are maybe morally better than RuPaul, but would not exist without RuPaul. So there's a little bit of a forgiveness streak there for RuPaul. We can know both, you know? With Ellen, it's like, okay, maybe she's not perfect. What a surprise. I'm I not surprised by that. And, and at the same what... time troubles me about cancel culture is that Ellen's the type of person that like I feel obviously I don't know her personally but like when called out in a loving direct way even an unloving way probably she would make something right if she had done something wrong she's been trying to right and and I feel like there's got to be some amount of grace with like human beings because now I, I obviously don't know the extent I haven't considered you guys just broke the news to me I don't know how extensive these claims are about microaggression so if she was like a racist asshole on her show yes of course she should be held accountable for that i don't sense that she was a racist asshole on her show she was probably tone deaf from time to time but i haven't found anything that, like she's dropping the n-word backstage every day <laughs> oh my god that would you would shatter my world if i learned that as like a fact was it one of the reasons like this got really escalated because of nikki tutorials what, did she bust open Ellen? I think so. That's the YouTuber, right? Yeah, the makeup YouTuber. Yeah. So she went on Ellen before everything, like this year after she had come out. And she went on Ellen and then like a couple months later went on like some Dutch TV show. They were like, how was Ellen? And she's like, honestly, it kind of sucks. Like they didn't care about who I was. I think that's why it started. I think, well, I think this has also been a low-key thing for, like, a few years, that every, like, maybe once a year, they, people start bringing up the work environment at Ellen's, but then it just kind of gets washed away. This was just the first time it got huge and, like, got enough attention. Because I feel like I've seen this for maybe just, like, a couple years, I guess, but... I don't I feel like Ellen is on the wrong side of history, and it worries me to cancel somebody who I think does a lot of good the world and like uniting people because like the last thing we need is to like hate, have you ever, hate even more people like they this are potentially good people this isn't like a right thing or a fair thing but have you heard of any talk show work environment that sounds good dude that's what i'm <laughs> saying 
every single daily TV show, whether it's daytime or nighttime, that is crunched. They're looking for new content that is relevant all the time. This bitch does a show every day. For years. I don't think she's going to be that calm. Like, I don't know. I'm not that mad at her for it. Also, it's also kind of shitty, too, but if it's a show based, I'm, like, pretty surrounded on, like, positivity and, like, it's going to be really fucking hard to not get mad writing that show. And she, like, screams all of her anger first, and then it's like, all right, now let's address the positives. Now this. let's go dance. Now we found this 11-year-old who can break dance. Yeah. Look at her go. Look, we just paid for her and her I mean, like, future daughter's college tuition. <laughs> like, SNL. You know, it's really wildly known, like, you know, it fucking sucks Monday through Friday. Or it sucks Monday through Saturday. Like, you're there till 3 a.m. on Friday night. Yeah, totally. Always been wildly known that it's a really fucking hard job. There are, specifically Hollywood, I know that daytime television isn't, like, the same as making movies, but Mm -hmm. there are so many notable directors. First of all, most directors are straight white men, okay? They do things that are bad. Like, Roman Polanski can't even return to the U.S. because he's a bad person. Stanley Kubrick destroyed the women in his movies to make them have a more believable, like, hysterical yeah. acting moment. People know that, but then they're still like, yeah, you did good movies. Like, so yeah. why do we, if we grant grace to, like, those people, I think we should be able to grant grace to Ellen, but we're so fast to cancel Ellen. And I honestly believe that the more, like, marginalized groups that you fall into, the quicker you are to be canceled. It's kind of like that tweet that goes around that by that black man who's like, if I had one rape allegation from a white woman, my career would be over. But yeah. Donald Trump has a billion, and he's the president. Yeah. Like, it's interesting you say that, because I've kind of viewed canceling as more of a left-sided thing that's being done, because it feels like people on the left side are the ones that actually give a shit. So they're like, hey, you kind of did these heinous crimes. Mm-hmm. We're canceling you. To me, I would, you would think that if that, if that is true under the premise that left when people are more likely to be ones canceling people, you would think minorities, i.e. Would be like safe. Ellen, would be safer because these are people that support minorities. But I just, yeah, I don't know. It, I'm kind of still a little stunned. I'm reading up on a Forbes article as we speak, trying to figure out, I, I it, guess there were complaints of sexual harassment. They were top execs. Think, it was not yeah. Ellen doing it. Right, right. Ugh, and she, God, she's, awesome. like, apologized for that and said, you know, at the end of the day, it has my name on it, and I'm responsible. She said that? Yes. God bless her. I haven't seen all of the apology, but, yeah. like, that is a good, like, approach to it. That sounds, like, on the right track for, you know, possibly sincere. That also must, like, imagine apology. having to take on some responsibility for people, taking on responsibility for someone else's actions. I feel like it takes a bit of integrity. But I really hope she wasn't aware of these things. I'll preface that saying that. I hope that came out as a surprise to her. And she was like, what the fuck? People were being sexually harassed? But I I don't know enough about this to know. I think this came around when this hit really big and people really started trying to cancel her. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was within at least like the same month Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon started to go down. Why are we right? taking out comedians? Well, well, it's easy to take the out black comedians. The blackface thing, yeah, no, the blackface <laughs> thing was a little, a little unforgivable. It is interesting I, where cancel culture, like, where does it go? 
Yeah. And how do you I note? Is there any I, way that someone can be canceled and do the right thing? And like, what is that right thing to? I don't know be, if it's canceled. I don't know if there is a right thing. I have been getting like reminders from ten years ago on my Facebook recently, <laughs> and they're the you, actual are you canceled? I would. I want to cancel myself. I've considered going back and literally just like erasing from like 2016 and before because yeah, I'm also. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. And, and so it's interesting. I have obviously when you're in a position of extreme influence, there's a little bit of a different bar set for you. But it is interesting, and I feel compassion for people that are being held accountable for things they did 10 years ago. Okay, yeah. accountable in the sense of, like, something minor. If you're, like, raping people, you should have been mm-hmm. held accountable then. But I'm saying, like, as a society, we're learning how to do better. If you said something that was, was bad, slightly right. acceptable 10 years ago, and now you're like, oh, my God, I would never say that. It, 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 uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, also, they're just – Ellen did a huge thing for the gay community. Like, yeah. a huge, huge, huge thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think that shouldn't go unnoticed either. Like that, it is interesting. Like when it comes to her, because no offense, Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel has also done like has he does like good things for a community and like charity and stuff, but like, it's different. Right. The standard by which I can start judging television is when Ellen came out. Yeah. What do you guys think her net worth is? Oh, I know it. Do you? What is it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, three hundred and thirty million dollars. Wow, that's a lot of millions. I don't believe that people, like, to go back to what you said earlier about, like, I don't feel like there are any good millionaires. Under, like, 15 million, I can accept. Because that's actually achievable by not profiting on somebody else's loss. It takes a hell of a lot of discipline, but working in finances, personally, I know that that's achievable for somebody who makes a reasonable wage if they don't spend a lot. Well, the thing is, too, I there's been a lot of stuff going around about, like, there should be no billionaires, which I agree with. Yeah, I also agree with that. And one of the big arguments I've seen is that, like, Bill Gates donated a bunch of money and has in his life. But guess what? <laughs> when he still it comes has an obscene amount. He still has an obscene amount of money, and somebody at some point was exploited to get that much money. Now, I'm not saying Ellen was directly exploiting people, but I'm at some point down the line somebody was underpaid like our whole society set up yeah. in a way that like mm-hmm. jeff bezos is so rich because the amazon employees aren't paid properly right and like, like making the, minimum wage and the people like the places that he's sourcing from on amazon are slave labor like yeah it's not okay i think ellen's gonna find a way to recover from it i think if anybody can I, be un- uncanceled it would be her yeah how did like letterman never get canceled because he was an old man. Oh, like, I feel like he would make jokes about, like, harassing his interns on his show. Oh, God. In addition to just straight up harassing his interns on his show. Oh, my God. No, yeah, yeah like, he wasn't making, like, when he joked about it, like, he wasn't lying. Right. It's funny because... Is it because he's an old man and it's, like, your grandpa that you're never going to fix? Maybe. And it was also, also maybe, like, 10-ish, 5 Seven years ago. That's such a relatable sentiment. I'm sorry. <laughs> my grandfather, you know you'll never fix. So we had a, a regular at my workplace who his favorite music was from the 1920s because he was literally 96 years old. Oh, my God. But he likes, he likes, like, minstrel performers. He's yeah. 96. The world has changed a lot. And also, 
there's no, I don't think there's a lot of room for growth in his brain. Like at this point, he's sitting around reading his books. He's not affecting anybody. He's also, again, we're talking about influence. This man has very little influence. He's not Ellen. He doesn't have a platform. He's right. just a random old man. But like, yeah. But so when it comes to Ellen too, I think it's funny because I judge a TV show and their portrayal of gay people based on whether or not Ellen had come out yet. So like I've seen an episode of Seinfeld where they handle a gay person and they do it wrong. Oh, yeah. I bet. And Seinfeld's not canceled for that. Right. General culture has moved really fast, especially regarding LGBTQ people. Cheers had an episode of when they have a gay person. And I was like, how did they make six seasons after this? Like, I couldn't believe it. That I couldn't believe that, like, they didn't get canceled for it. But then I remember it's in the late 80s yeah. that it was... Okay, Cheers should have been canceled for, like, a lot of reasons. What the not heck? Even, not even cancel culture reasons, just because no one fucking liked that show and they renewed it. Are you joking? I... Okay. You just offended her so bad. Once you get past the first two and a half seasons, it's great. Okay, but how many shows are amazing that only got one season and they weren't renewed because modern TV culture is so much more critical? But then Cheers gets to fucking drag their feet for two and a half seasons? It was a different time. Okay, Grandma. <laughs> if Cheers were to try to come out exactly the same in 2020, it wouldn't it wouldn't work. I know that. Alexis. Everyone says that The Office's first season sucks. Are you saying The Office shouldn't have been renewed? Dude, Seinfeld's first season blows. And also, well, you're right. When you go to a dive bar, it's not good at first. You gotta go for months. You gotta think at least 300 bucks into the place. Before you start to, until everybody knows your name, and it's a good time, and then your family. It takes time. So it was a it's, real time bar experience. Yeah, well, watching Cheers is a real time. It bar kind experience. of is. Actually, yeah, I stand by that. You know what show is crazy? It's always sunny in Philadelphia. That's so crazy. Like that show is hilarious and there are moments it's kind of like South Park where the intention is to be provocative and disgusting sometimes and so you can't cancel it because that's the point. Yeah. Yeah. The first episode I ever saw of It's Always Funny was one of the raunchier ones I think that I've ever seen. I don't even remember what it was. But I know that I saw one episode once and was like, ew. Dude, I watched an episode of The Simpsons like last week for the first time in like 20 years. (laughs) Oh my God. I love these horribly inappropriate cartoons. South Park, Family Guy, Simpsons, I'm sure there's more. But yeah. Big Mouth? Oh, I Big Mouth watch is it, but amazing. Did. Yep. Big Mouth is I so heard. good. I so badly wish I had Big Mouth when I was like 14. Yeah. It is so good. So uh, my opinion is you could cancel pretty much anyone with influence especially because of the backlog, kind of like what you just said, Nikki, about having 10 years ago your Facebook status is available to you. Yeah, it'd be a nightmare. There's recorded evidence of every opinion we've all had because we've been putting it online for now over a decade. Yeah. Yeah. And I also don't think it's necessarily a left versus right thing because I think it's literally just like the internet. Yeah, I think it's just the internet. Just the Twitterverse. We're all bored. We really just need to be distracted by our employment again. Yeah, honestly. (laughs) What was I going to say? 
Were you going to talk about the cancel culture in YouTube? No. Oh, I feel like cancel culture makes it even more challenging to actually have civil disagreements. There are certain things people should, like, I can't be civil about. But most things, like, people hold opinions usually for a pretty, like, I'm losing confidence in this statement. I was going to say with some intellect behind why they hold that, Currently, I think we're running into a situation with the country where a lot of people don't actually have an intellectual viewpoint of why they hold certain beliefs. But I do believe those people exist out there that are just a little bit more rare. And just because somebody maybe has a different political idea or a different way they believe the government's money should be handled or whatever, like I don't believe that I shouldn't associate with them anymore based off of that difference unless it's a difference I can't get over, i.e. Mm-hmm. hating gay people. That's obviously a no-go for me. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Going off of that, it really depends on how much harm you have or have not caused. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless of intention, like being socialized in a certain way to treat women or black people or gay people differently or worse, if you end up in a place of influence and you don't check yourself on any of that stuff, then you're going to hurt a lot of people. Ellen can't be canceled. I will lose all hope in my life. I don't know if she will be. I'll have nothing else she, to live I for. I mean, why I would think she would get canceled is I think she might cancel herself because she feels bad. If she, like God. Jenna Marbles. Yeah. Jenna Marbles pretty much canceled herself. I heard something about that, but I don't remember what happened with Jenna Marbles. Could you refresh me? Jenna Marbles, the queen of YouTube. She had a bunch of old videos, of course, because it was the beginning of YouTube 10 years ago. Yeah. I have stupid videos on YouTube. For sure. So she had stupid old offensive videos. She 2008 was a bad time. Yeah, for sure. So one of them that obviously got really a lot of recognition within the last couple of months was oh. one of her doing a Nicki Minaj impression. And In so, blackface, huh? Was that? Was, I, don't I feel like I heard something because, about. I don't want to defend her because she also didn't defend herself very much but she just used to get really bad spray tan so when she had the Nicki Minaj wig on it really looked like it was blackface and she really didn't try to like she knew it looked wrong and looked bad and like in her apology she was like it doesn't matter but this is what it looked like when I took off the wig and you can just tell it's a bad fucking spray tan oh god but with the wig on totally looked like blackface it's like a pink wig but Hang she took full responsibility like she didn't even try to fight it, but that's not what it was. Like, she took full responsibility. She had, like, one video where she was doing, like, a rap song, and she just said, like, some offensive words. I don't even remember what it was. She just said, like, something offensive in the rap video just to rhyme. She deleted a bunch of old videos. She used to, like, do a bunch of videos that was, like, what men do in the restroom, what women do in the restroom, how women do this. She would do videos like that. And no one even really called her out for it, but she was like, I know this isn't the world that we live in. Like, I don't believe in these roles, and these were stupid old videos that I made. So basically, everyone was calling her out, mostly for the Nicki Minaj one and that one rap video. There was, like, one more thing in there. But basically, she just went online. She just said, I fucked up. I'm sorry. I wish I could change it. Oh, she, I remember what the last thing was. She made, like, a really slut-shamey video. That was the other one. She just went on and she did a thing where she would like show clips of the offensive video and just be like, this is what I did that was wrong. I shouldn't have done it. 
just said that she's been trying to do better. She doesn't want to put anything out into the world that might hurt someone. Said, I'm going to walk away from the internet for now. Maybe I'll come back. Maybe I won't. But it was such a sad video. Yeah. She just walked away from it. Which I don't even think that people wanted her to do. I think people just actually did want her to apologize. So I respect somebody stepping away to give more of a space for other better voices. Uh, there are people who aren't going to cancel themselves that are going to continue to create content and then they could potentially dominate those spaces still. Right, yeah. where someone who actually at this point is good. If Ellen, if the Ellen show is canceled and the spot is given to just a, a, a newer, younger, fresher face even, yeah, great. But yeah. if it goes to, it's not going to, but if Tucker Carlson got that spot, I might be pissed. Yeah, and then basically like days later, Shane Dawson tried to make the same video and it went really poorly. And <laughs> then just so many bad things came out about Shane Dawson. And now they're canceling him. I think he's uh, pretty much canceled. You want to go into that or you don't have three hours? I don't have three hours. Also, like, what do you want me to say? He's right. racist and so said really gross. Head of, head of field. Ugh. Yeah, he's gross. He's done gross shit. He's, just gross he's done a lot of gross stuff. We all do stuff that makes people feel bad. And then it just depends on the scope of influence and yeah. whether or not you checked yourself. Yeah. What really is crazy to me about the, about the Shane Dawson thing, like, obviously, like, he got called out for blackface from, like, 2008, which 2008, the blackface should not have been a thing, for sure. But he just made a stupid YouTube video. What really gets me is that a lot of the really bad stuff that where people were like, whoa, what the fuck? Not just this guy's racist, which also not that's just like where it got really fucked up was within the last eight years on a podcast. He had already made it and he had like a studio podcast, big following. And he just said the worst thing. It's been like online for so long. It wasn't even hidden. So with somebody who is trying to make uplifting content, like in the case with Ellen, it just kind of sucks. <laughs> I just don't think Ellen's motivation at any point was to make the world a worse place. Yeah, so I don't think, I think Ellen will be okay, and I think Ellen can make it and be fine. Like, if she wanted to continue doing her show or doing other things, but I also can see her doing a Jenna Marbles type of move and just say, okay, like, I messed up. I'm going to walk away and try to do something else. I literally was like, there's nothing Ellen's going to do that's wrong. Finally, someone that was not going to be like the Aaron Carter situation where we hop on and we're like, well, we said two nice things about him. There's nothing else to talk about. Let's shit talk him. Nope. This Ellen. And I was like, this is going to be really uplifting. <laughs> it's fine. I'm just going to go ahead and... We can talk about the good things Ellen has done. I'm going to isolate myself and disappear. I deactivated my Facebook today because I watched a video of Donald Trump being interviewed by somebody. Oh, my God. I watched the whole thing at 9 a.m. Go on. Is it the 37-minute one? Yep. Okay. I'm going to speak very openly and honestly with you guys and with your potential audience. I will try for anybody to, like, like, really give it an honest effort to see if there's ever, because the media on either side absolutely can say things in a way that, that skew your perspective. Or I'm not saying I love Donald Trump. I need to make sure you guys are not even 1% concerned about that. I will, however, try to give credit where credit is due. If I believe that he might 
be doing something that might be positive for the world, I want to give credit where credit is due. Great. You did one good thing this year. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. So I tried to watch this 37-minute video, which I was I was looking forward to the fact that they weren't sound bites. Trump, you can obviously yeah. make sound stupid no matter what, but especially if you take a sound bite of him. I wanted to see, like, a full, coherent, like, 37-minute long, untrimmed, completely raw interview. And I was like, maybe this will restore my faith just, like, like 4% in his ability to get us to November without imploding as a society. Uh, yeah, it didn't get any better. <laughs> so I watched oh. the video. <laughs> and I will have to say, dude, that interviewer did, that journalist did a good job interviewing him. Because he literally called him, like, on every random bullshit, weird, wishy-washy, nonsensical word he would use. He'd be like, Dude, yeah. what do you mean by this? Do you remember the part where he's like, just look at the manual. He's like, what and he was like, what? Ma- yeah. So, <laughs> and also, stumble over him. And he's like, no, but, like, what book? What manual? Like, educate me. <laughs> also, Homeboy was, like, way nice to him, considering. He, he was, was like, was he was like, no, no, no. I know what you're about to say. You're about to list your accomplishments because every time he'd ask a question that was critical of Donald Trump's performance, which is, it's kind of like the Aaron Very Carter easy thing. To be, yeah. We're literally, like, he's literally just asking about what do you think of the fact that a thousand Americans die every day from coronavirus? And what do you think about the fact that protesters in Portland are being put in unmarked fans, et cetera? And Donald Trump would try to do a, like, oh, well, actually, I've done this and that, and my inauguration had people, and I'd be Hillary Clinton. And the guy was like, yeah, no, I get it. You have achievements. Yeah. That's so. Can you answer this other part? That was the most obnoxious part of this. While I'm watching it, I'm frustrated that I haven't been able to read Mary Trump's book yet because it was sold out by the time I went to purchase it. Who wrote her book? Mary Trump, she is his niece, I believe, has like a PhD in psychology, wrote a book, I believe the title was something along the lines of How My Family Created the Most Dangerous Man in the World. Well, And it's about how she, if I am remembering correctly, undiagnosed learning disorder, narcissistic personality disorder, all sorts of things. And it's really interesting having a PhD in psychology perspective because... She's a practicing psychologist. This isn't just somebody being like, oh, what a narcissist. It's, this is like, no, nah, man. Like, he, like, legit meets the criteria in the DSM-5. This dude is a problem. To have the insight of a family member is super interesting. I'm still excited to read it whenever it's back in stock. Anyway, I don't remember where I was going with that, but I finished that 37-minute video, and, like, <laughs> 18 minutes in, I was like, holy shit, I don't know if I can make this to the end. This better get better. And then it didn't get better. I made it to the end, and I was full of so much rage that anybody can actually stand behind that piece of shit that I decided I, I can't. I can't anymore because I, I have, Alexis, I don't know if you know this, I have so many connections still to the church that I was raised in uh-huh. of people that, like, all of them started with the perspective of, oh, well, we're voting for the lesser of two evils, which is bullshit. Yeah. I can almost find place of tolerance for people who vote that way because obviously we're all probably going to have to vote that way this November. However, yeah. somebody that morally backs Donald Trump, that is like where I draw my line. Like you can vote for Donald Trump and I think that you're kind of shitty for doing it and like I definitely don't agree with your vote and like think it's pretty damaging. 
But if you're like, also Donald Trump's a good person, I believe in this thing that he said, yeah. and like he's he's a man of faith. Like, are you actually that delusional? You think this dude has like a good bone in his body? Honestly, too many people I would have to like stop talking to for the rest of my life, or I could just delete my Facebook. So that's what I did. <laughs> More than fair. You deleted yourself from everyone's friends. <laughs> yeah. Basically, it makes me sad. So, this day's already been shit. Thanks for making it shittier. Moral of the story, even the best people in life get canceled. That's out on Ellen, I guess. Fuck, Mary kill. Are you ready? I don't know if I can emotionally handle this today. All right. Hold on. I, I almost had it. All right. Conan, Colbert, and Seth Meyers. I'm going to fuck Seth Meyers. Kill Conan. Mary Colbert. Yeah, I'm the same. I feel like I don't know any of them well enough. Can I just choose to fuck Mary and kill myself? <laughs> Is that an option? E, none of the above. Is that just, yeah, I guess. If you want to just opt out without fucking yourself, killing yourself, or marrying yourself, that's chill too. I'll, uh, I'll opt out then. I am resilient. I will recover from this podcast. Hi. Hi. Okay. Ellen, things been weighing on you. I really need to clear the air on how this podcast is going to deal with people who are canceled. Okay. In general, we're not going to choose somebody who's really bad to talk about because that's not the point of the podcast, but it's supposed to be fun. And at the same time, there are people who I enjoy the content they've made who have also done questionable things or said questionable things. I think it's worth mentioning because... If you did something bad, that's now part of your identity in the public eye. And at the same time, the Ellen episode, we could have done just why we like Ellen. And then also, side note, she is canceled. Which maybe is immature. I don't know. No. I don't think it's because acknowledgement of both things doesn't like, like one doesn't negate the other always. Sometimes it does. Right. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. In like a case like Ellen. I feel like it's fine to reference trending topics like that she is canceled or that such and such, and such information came out pertaining to like what her workplace was like without being like, also, since she's canceled, we don't like her anymore. And I don't think that we necessarily did that either. So, Right. Yeah, I, don't, I think we handled it pretty well from editing it, but I just wanted to throw that out there. And if you guys have anything to add. Um, the only other thing I'd add is that we can never talk about Aaron Carter again. Agreed. For sure, agreed. <laughs> Nothing will compare to that. He's Very canceled on a personal it. level. <laughs> yeah, it was. We had nothing positive to say. No, that I was so sad. If like Aaron Carter called me and was like, or texted me and was like, "Hey, I want to be featured on your podcast," like I might stand up that call. I wanted to make a podcast for a really, really, really long time before I was actually able to, and the thing that allowed me to do it was Anchor. Anchor, you can edit the podcast, you can record the podcast, you can invite friends to join it, all on the Anchor app. So you need a phone or computer, you can go to the library, log in there if you really needed to, you could use an old iPod Touch. It's the most accessible way that I have found to make a podcast because I really thought that you had to spend a bunch of money and get a bunch of production equipment and whatever in order to do it. But 
when I figured out I could use Anchor as a platform to host the podcast. They distribute it for me. Um, you probably already know this if you've ever listened to an episode before or if you have seen the description with the tag that says that I make it on Anchor. If you want to do this, if you want to get into it, it's super easy. All you have to do is go to anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app and I swear it's free. Like it's it's so easy. It's the easiest, freest, most free way to host a podcast. Bye.